tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hear that music of the wonderful 98 Degrees, the boy band, from not so long ago, but oh so long ago for some of us. Ah, man. That sound can only mean one thing, that we're here talking Lachey's Bar on AfterBuzz TV. Thank you guys for joining me, um, your host, Phil Svitek. talking about Season 1, Episode 3. If you haven't already done so, feel free to subscribe um, if you've listened to the past two episodes, welcome back. If this is your first time joining, welcome. Hopefully you're an AfterBuzz fan in general. If not, uh, well, congratulations on finding us. And again, we do various other TV shows, so feel free to check those out as well. But I'm glad we're talking Lachey's Bar. Um, so let's kind of open things up. Um, you know, I, I'm learning a lot about uh, Nick and Drew. And obviously, we, we knew that was going to happen, but but the fact that their personalities, uh, to you know, to cut ahead a little bit, um, you know, Drew is very much kind of very detailing oriented, and he stresses out a lot more. Versus Nick, uh, you know, he kind of takes a step back. As by their own words, uh, you know, Nick is a delegator, Drew is a doer, and I also got to hand it to Drew; he's so far. From the show, two for two in in, in terms of uh, decision making when it comes to big items. So the big item, the episode's called uh, Tailgate Taste Test, and obviously that refers to the food that they eventually want in Lachey's bar. And I I gotta hand it out to uh, Chef Brian Duffy. He is the chef that they go to. He is the chef that prepares these various meals for them, so that way they can kind of taste test and see what they like. And it's always fun to see when when they don't get along or uh, they they can't decide what's better. Um, and the reason why I shout out Chef Brian Duffy is because he's also on Bar Rescue. He is as as Nick and Drew point out, he is a he is a world renowned chef. He is an amazing chef, and uh, I'm glad to actually call him a personal friend as well. And so I'm glad to see, you know, Chef Brian Duffy on this show as well, um, you know, helping promote himself. He he is fantastic, and he knows food really, really well. And, you know, what for me, ultimately, whether it was pierogies or um, the, the buffalo chicken dip, either one was going to be fantastic because it's Chef Brian Duffy. So congrats, buddy, on that. And, uh, you know, Nick and Drew, congrats on finding an expert like Chef Brian Duffy. And we kind of go through various uh, foods and things like that. But before we kind of fully get into, you know, that being the the majority of the storyline of tonight's episode, let me talk about, um, you know, Vanessa comes to visit. And that was a nice surprise for Nick. You know, uh, they've kind of been apart. And, you know, as she later on says, 
She can't fly past November 12th because, uh, you know, of medical reasons. And so it's good for her to kind of get out here, see not only what Nick is up to, but also to kind of see the bar. I, you know, uh, she's been in L.A. kind of cooked up, uh, you know, with Camden and, you know, her pregnant old self. But now she finally, for the first time, gets to really see the bar. I'm sure she's seen pictures, but nothing, you know, when you build something like that, nothing really you know, gives it to you like being in that space physically. And uh, I know because we're in the midst of, you know, building out uh, some cool stuff that uh, that will affect AfterBuzz in a positive way. So look out for that. But um, again, it's just it's just really cool when you, you know, uh, it, it, it's why people buy land so they can build houses. You know, when you build it from the ground up and you get to really truly call it your own, there's something to it. And the fact that Vanessa and Nick get to share that is wonderful. Now, the not-so-wonderful part is the fact, you know, that that the pregnancy is right around the time that the bar is opening, right? The bar is opening in, in around December, which obviously puts sets us back further than initially intended. You know, uh, they want to hit football season, which football season, obviously, September, so... You know, they haven't quite made, made mention of that as to, you know, if they are delayed, if they're on time, so on and so forth. I, I would kind of like to see, you know, for my own curiosity, the business side of things, but um, perhaps the audience doesn't. And, and, you know, I think overall for a 22-minute show, they're finding a good balance between Nick and Drew's personal lives as, as well as dealing with the bar. And, you know, we're kind of seeing we're kind of seeing the mixture and you know i i think they are finding that balance in, in lieu of perhaps on the business stuff that you know maybe in an hour show they could show you know they're not um but i i would like to see that so anyway that was a long way around the fact that uh, that vanessa cannot be there for the bar opening and you know that that really is sad as i mentioned you know when you get to build something from the ground up and even though she's not um involved with it to the degree that obviously Nick and Drew are, but you know, being Nick's wife and just like um, you know Drew's wife, you know they're on the periphery. They they hear these guys talking about it um, pretty much constantly at this point. You know, it's overtaken Drew's life certainly to to the point that you know he had to have a talk with his wife about the jungle gym because that wasn't getting you know family stuff was going by the wayside in lieu of the bar, and so. You know, as a wife, when you when you hear about all these various things, yeah, you want to be involved in it, and certainly you want to be there for the grand opening. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, they're they're Hollywood people, um, and so you know, with that, you have premieres and things like that, and you know, a launch of a bar. That's kind of your red carpet. That's your premiere, and you. You know, you want to be involved in that. It's it's something to be proud of. It's a moment to share, and especially from as I get to know these guys more. You know, they they do cherish those moments. Um, you know, there's a great quote of "There are extraordinarily beautiful moments. Those are the ones that I live for." And I think that's ultimately what what these guys are all about. You know, they yes, it's about creating something out of nothing. Um, and calling it their own, but but when they do get that moment, just like last week's fishing trip, you know that was the time to share, cherish with their dad, regardless of you know whether or not they caught fish or not. It was just about the time spent together, and so the, uh, a launch of the bar is that time spent together. So and then uh, ultimately Vanessa leaves uh, back to L.A. and Nick 
continues on with his work, which we kind of take a slight detour because, you know, Drew's life, you know, there, as, you know, as I mentioned, he takes he, his life, his family life has been taken a back seat and he's got to build a jungle gym for the kids. They, they, you know, this was ordered months ago. It's all ready to go, so on and so forth. But despite perhaps the, the, the lead time on this, yeah, the, the woods and the trees and the grass and, and, um, and the bushes aren't cleared out to be able to accommodate this. So that's got to happen. And then, you know, it's got to be built. And I, I, I respect the fact that, uh, Drew is a doer. And, you know, I don't know, honestly know how, how skilled Nick and Drew are as handymen, but I can give, I can give it up to them because I know some, you know, especially when you talk about quote unquote LA people or, uh, you know, um, there might be a stigma that these guys don't know how to, you know, use a hammer, use a drill bit and stuff like that. And it seems like for the most part they can, you know, are they going to be the greatest carpenters in the world? And no, but the fact that, you know, they, they can be handy around the house, I think is a huge benefit. And I, th- I think to a degree is going by the wayside and it just further speaks to, you know, how they were raised um, as just kind of these good old Cincinnati uh, boys. You know, and this is the type of stuff that they learn and at least have knowledge of. Um, so they were able to clear out uh, the, the, the area. Um, I liked, uh, you know, there was there was the moment of the tree when it when it was falling down, which, you know, I'm I'm siding with Drew a little bit on. You know, Nick made more of it than was necessary. Uh, you know, I didn't really sense too much danger, but hey, you know, if you're Nick, I guess you got to protect yourself and and uh, you know call it be a little bit more cautious and so that's why he gets to call out drew and it is his brother and so on so um you know uh certainly i mean ultimately it's not it's no joke when a regardless of whether or not the tree was a ton or not which obviously i don't think it i don't think it was but uh anytime a tree's coming down at you you got to be a little more cautious um but it's all cleared away and once it comes down to the building you know of the actual jungle uh jungle Jim, I think despite them building it upside down the first time around, I, it, it's one of those things. Once you kind of get in a groove, the first hour, you know, anyone at home who's ever put together an IKEA set, the first hour, and I will say just in general, even like a small cabinet, by the way, it can take up to three hours. I don't know why. It just does. So as long as you can succumb to the idea that you will be spending time on this, you can knock it out. But typically the first hour is spent uh, learning the instructions and, you know, perhaps getting the first part wrong. And then it starts to make sense. And once, once it starts to make sense, then you get into that groove and you're able to build it. So I do side with Drew a little bit that, uh, that they called it in a little bit early. But you know what? When you do have, uh, you know, when you have people that do this day in, day out, um, yeah, absolutely. 100%. They will do it faster and they will do it better and more efficiently, but, uh, certainly doesn't make the job impossible to do. Um, you know, let me know your thoughts. Uh, you know, should Nick and Drew have kept on going or should they have not? So, uh, again, I think, uh, I think they should have just a little bit more, but, but yes, uh, you know, part of it is we're not necessarily pervy to their actual schedule. So, you know, they have, they do have a lot going on with the bar. So, you know, if you can, 
save some time and focus on that stuff, then yes, absolutely get the professionals. So, uh, you know, we're sensing a theme here. Uh, we're deciding a lot based on the people of Cincinnati. And I'm glad this time around it's it's more about the actual people of Cincinnati versus just uh, Nick and Drew's friends, which anytime that sort of happens, like with the last week's episode, you know, we, there were a few more of Drew's friends, it seemed like, or at least they, they painted it that way. And that's why, you know, the awesome ale won. And this time around, you know, Drew Drew's food ultimately wins. But I like that they're having these sort of fun taste tests. And, you know, in terms of the tailgate, yes, they're fan, You know, it, I'm sure a lot of the people that came are fans of theirs. But at least that they, they can kind of be honest a little bit more about it rather than um, as last time where it was very much known of which beer was which person's. This time around, it's just, uh, you know, it's just a dip versus a pierogi. Um, and as I mentioned, the, the, the dip won ultimately, uh, you know, as Nick pointed out, it, he was not off to a good start when he said, Hey, who would like to try pierogies? And everyone's scratching their heads and being like, huh, what is that? Um, and I don't know, maybe it just goes down to the fact that Drew understands the people of Cincinnati, you know, uh, as much as Nick, you know, grew up here. Drew is the one that's that's been here. Uh, Nick is now at this point bi coastal, and he's, you know, he's he's in New York, he's in L.A., and now he's now he's uh, splitting his time with Cincinnati. So he's not as uh, well grounded at the moment with the people of Cincinnati. So you know what? Well, yeah, if this pattern continues, I would definitely put my money on Drew to make these various decisions. Um, so hey, you know there it is, and, and and you know what? For the most part, it looks like. Yeah, uh, he's going to have to simply because, you know, as Nick points out, he's going to be gone for two weeks and two weeks in, in these kind of stages. It is a lot. You know, everything's kind of got to be outlined, you know, and, and it's tough. I don't know quite where this where at, they're at with the stage of the bar and everything and, you know, what kind of remains. Perhaps if there was some sort of, you know, graphic checklist, it, it would be cool to kind of see. But we know they, they have the beer chosen. Uh, they put in 20 grand just for that. Um, you know, and, uh, I think it's like, you know, they'll have 150 kegs of that. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot. And, uh, you know, Nick says, Hey, if, if I'm holding you up decision wise, Drew, you have the, the say so to make these decisions. So we'll see. And, you know, what happens if, a, you know, Drew makes a decision that Nick is not necessarily proud of or happy with. Um, ultimately we'll find out. Um, and that's, that's what we'll kind of, uh, we'll continue on that vein in the next episode. Um, speaking of which, let's get into some, uh, predictions for the next episode. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Um, let me know your guys' predictions at home. Uh, I always love hearing those, uh, you know, I get the conversation started, but I love interacting with you guys at home. Um, ultimately, you know what the next steps are. It, it's it's always interesting where we're going to land up uh, time wise. Um, you know, I think we'll cut back to uh, you know once Nick is back in Cincinnati. So you know whether that's exactly two weeks or three or whatever. Um, you know that that'll that'll kind of happen. But um, I think that's where we'll pick up is the next time that Nick's in. in in town and we'll see what uh, they ultimately have to kind of 
decide upon and what they have to argue about. But, you know, so far, I really like, um, you know, I think they're keeping the pace going really well. We, you know, there's, I can't say conflict because it's not conflict, but I think, um, you know, the insight into the various things that they have to deal with, both from, um, you know, in terms of the bar, but then also we get to take that step back and learn about them. I think that's really, really cool. You know, especially if you're, uh, you know, 98 Degrees fan, if you're a Nick Lachey fan, if you're, if you're a Vanessa fan, whatever the case may be, I think there's something uh, kind of for everybody. So um, thank you guys for joining me on today's um, after show. And before I head out, I do want to thank um, our sponsor of the show, which is Mazda. And they have an important question for you. Um, does driving matter to you? Um, if the answer is yes, Mazda is your answer. You know, you may be one of those people that likes to drive with the windows down, the wind blowing through your hair. Um, you know, I imagine, you know, Cincinnati's kind of like this where you get the smell of pine trees and fresh asphalt. Um, you know, I mentioned Nick and Drew. They look forward to, you know, special moments in life. Well, these are the types of moments that you can look forward to when it's just perhaps you on the road or maybe even so a uh, loved one there's no distractions you're handling every curve um you're feeling every nuance in the road and uh, you know again that's when you really ask yourself does driving to matter to you and if it does uh mazda has built cars just for you because just like to you to them driving matters and that's mazda so thank you mazda for supporting uh not only this show but also other AfterBuzz shows here as well. We really, really appreciate it. Um, you guys have been great. And uh, speaking of uh, people who have been great, you as fans have been great. Um, so thank you guys for continuing uh, to listen to this show and every other show here on AfterBuzz TV if, you, uh, if you're a fan of multiple ones. Um, to interact with uh, us, tweet at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And uh, you know what? Even though... Jen Golden and Laura Leonelli, unfortunately, doesn't look like they can take part in the panel for the rest of the season just due to scheduling. They've got a lot of stuff going on. Be sure to tweet with them, uh, two drunk girls, um, and check them out there. Uh, at Jen the Golden as well for her personal Twitter, at Lauren Leonelli for Lawrence. Um, and we'll see you here next, next Thursday on another Lachey's Bar. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 